Hello, uh, David Alfie Ward here. Just David Alfie Ward this week. Uh, I am in the studio alone. I'm currently actually in producer Alex's chair. So if I sound different, it's because of his microphone. If I sound less sexy than usual, and I know a lot of people listen to this just because of that. So I'm, I really do apologise. It's Alex's microphone. I mean, I could be sounding really high pitched right now. I don't know if it's the mic or it's Alex. I'm I'm not too sure. I'm here to say that we haven't been able to get an episode out this week um, due to a few things. Obviously, Kent has been down in London fitting a kitchen for his mum, as he uh, spoke about on the last episode that he was going to go down and do. It has run longer than than we he expected um, because he thinks he's Superman, but he's not. Um, you know, he's just uh, just got the same name, Clark Kent. 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 Yeah, Kent is definitely. I had to double check that. That was Superman's name. I'm not a Superman fan. Superman is a twat. That's what I'm just going to say there. <laughs> I um, And obviously, today when I'm recording this right now, it's Monday. And this was the only day we could record for this week's episode. And Kent was due to be back yesterday. And then tomorrow I go to London to catch the Eurostar early Wednesday morning um, to, to Paris. So I'm going to be going off being a professional actor. You know, next Matthew McConaughey. And I don't know why he's the first person that comes to my head. I could have, you know, Matthew McConaughey is a good actor. I'm sure he is, but, you know, all right, all right, all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is what, what happens when I have a microphone on my own and no one to, to, to guide me. Um, but seriously, I'll, I'll be off in Paris and we can't get an episode out this week. And we're really, really sorry about that. We 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 understand. And a lot is it's crazy how many people actually wait for this to come out on a Wednesday evening um, and are texting us um, at five past seven if it's not out. So I'm, I'm really sorry to disappoint. What we're going to do is we're going to upload the first ever episode of um, of the podcast when me and Kent got together back when it was David Alfie bored um, when I started a podcast during being bored in the first lockdown and Kent asked to come on it. And and so uh, has it come to this was 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 born. Um, so some of you might have heard that already and we're sorry if you have and, um, you know, just don't listen or, or listen again. But, you know, we are sorry, but there are a lot of people because the following has uh, and the listeners have grown and grown and grown that there are a lot of people out there that might not have heard this episode and it's a good way to a good sign to see how far we've come we used to record um on headsets with microphones attached in the middle of kent's gym i think a few times people just walked in because they just wanted to work out and we're like no we're doing a podcast here um and of course because kent's gym's in norwich and the people that go there predominantly from norfolk they had no idea what a podcast was because you know it's, it's something new in technology there's like is that a radio and it just it was it just used to get so hard just trying to explain what a bloody podcast was to these people talking to david alfie board though um i'm gonna do one when i'm in paris because the pubs and the, the bars and the restaurants are all closed so i'm gonna be in paris and it's pretty much gonna be shooting and then going back to my apartment um, I think one day, a rap day, somebody's having a party at an apartment, which will be fine. I said, as long as Tottenham Arsenal can be on in a laptop in the corner and I'll sit there and watch that for two hours and I don't go, oh, fuck. And they said, seems um, seems pretty selfish, but fine, Dave. And I was like, yeah, but I'm the, I'm the fucking talent. You know, I can do what I want. <laughs> um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit there and I'm going to re- release a David Alfie board, which is just this, basically. It's... Um, it's the po- how the podcast already started, just me sitting in my room. A bit like Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast, just me. I might take some questions, just uh, talking about what I've been up to in the few days I've been in Paris. One of the good things is um, one of the scenes in the film is set in a bar. So legally, we're allowed to go in the bar and the production company have purchased a keg 
to obviously pour beer while we're filming and uh, god help me that's what i'm saying um but also thank you you know for your continued support and enjoy this episode which we originally named ants are aliens and um it's it's great to see how far we've come how far our friendship has come how far the podcast has come and um you know i'm sitting in now in a purpose built studio which is um a dream so thank you so much again for everybody listening and um if you aren't subscribed to david Alfie board and you fancy listening to me chat for half an hour about what i've been up to in paris uh, later on this week subscribe to david Alfie board as i will be putting it out on that feed um we love you all thank you so much for listening tell you tell don't tell your friends about this episode but you know next week when we're back firing and we've got new stuff and alex is like squeamish over the the word dick tell your friends about that anyway for now i will see you soon Love all selling the dream. Everyone in the club is smelling their keys. Men are weird at the close of the PM. Just ask a pretty girl to show you her DMs. First we at the bar, blurry to the brink. Ghost me at the bar, then be thirsty with the drinks. She said, Take me as I am, or watch me as I go. Hello and uh, welcome to episode three of David Affy Ward with me, David Affy Ward or David Martin Ward, Wardy, Big Dave O, fucking legend. Why is his eyes so pretty? Whatever else people have ever said about me. Oh my God, his nipples are a weird shape. All those things have all been said about me in the past. And here I am back for episode three. Uh, but it's a bit different this week. I'm not alone. I'm, uh, I've am i got someone on me. Uh, when I send out uh, the po- podcast, I send it out in a, in a broadcast to, to my friends on WhatsApp. And uh, one of my friends got back to me and said, I, I love it because you're such a fucking legend, Dave. And uh, I want to be on one. And I thought, there's no rhyme or reason to this podcast. So... This week, a bit different. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm delighted to announce that I'm, I'm with the 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 wonderful Kent Roy. How you doing? You alright? Yeah, not bad. So, uh, just a little uh, heads up of who Kent is. When I moved to Norfolk about 15, 16, 17 months ago, however long that was. Didn't know nobody. Um, kind of, I, I came up here as a lot of you know for, for mental health reasons. I kind of, it was, I didn't like it. I was like, I don't know anybody. People from Norfolk are weird. They pronounce words weird, and I just couldn't. Kind of, I didn't really know. The only person I knew was a, a guy called Alex who I'd worked with on the comedy circuit, and then Alex used to run shows at a um, a bar that Kent worked the door for. That's so right. uh Alex introduced me and Kent and um and then me and Kent being London boys, Kent is from Southern River, so we don't really talk about that because that's <laughs> the, the shit part of London. Anyone knows if you ain't if you've got trams, you're a fucking waste man. The funny thing about when we first met though is that we met at Gonzo's, which is a little bar that serves food. I didn't know who you were, you didn't know who I was. I had ordered a shitload of food. I was eating out my face and this guy's sitting there by himself staring at me and I'm thinking, I wonder if this is one of the guys I'm supposed to be meeting. Yeah, we were meant to meet for a... a, a, Kent runs kickboxing events in Norfolk, Suffolk. Yeah. And uh, they're great events and... um, Me knowing a lot about boxing and covering uh, boxing for various kind of online outlets and and stuff uh, was put in touch with Kent and said maybe we could kind of work together so we both don't know each other and we're sitting there up the same bar and Kent has a mountain of fucking food <laughs> like it was it, you know them burgers that you see like on like uh, Man versus Food it that's was, what you look it was exactly that <laughs> like Gonzo's is known for having these ridiculously big 
freaking portions. I ordered something thinking it was just going to be a little burger and chips. Kent worked the door at this place. He then went ordering something <laughs> thinking it's going to be a little <laughs> burger and chips. To, to be fair, I may have worked the door there, but that's at night time. I've never eaten there. This was not oh, one of the first I don't, I'm eaten. not buying it. I'm anyway, not fucking buying I it. I was hungry and I needed to get some food. And I felt the most awkward I've ever felt where... I'm meeting someone for the first time and I've got, I can't even eat it quickly or eat it subtly. I just have to eat it. I was sitting at the other side of the bar and I thought, state of this ski. And I looked at him and I thought, South London. <laughs> I, just, I just thought, that's fucking. And, and do you know what the worst thing is? I bet you now, and I bet listeners are picking up at it, I'm more London this week than I usually yeah, am. I, 100 yeah, 100% you're going to yeah. be more London. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, whenever you're with another Londoner, it's always going to bring out, and especially up in, in Norwich, you know. It happens even when Danielle sees me with my friends. So Danielle's my fiance and we've been together for a while now and she hears me in a certain tone. But when I speak to my friends from London, she's like, who are you? Like, who is this guy talking to them on the phone? Like, you sound so different. I'm like, yeah, but when you're on the ends, you've yeah. got to talk a certain way. You so know? I, I say stuff around like, Nobody get just some stuff stuff like allow me, like, allow me. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean allow you? Like, what you, just allow me in it. There's no, there's no rhyme. That doesn't mean anything. Just yeah. allow me. Yeah. Just, what just, is this word? Yeah, what yeah, is what this is, language you are speaking? Right. Yeah. So let's let's get on with a podcast. So usually with a podcast, how it works, everyone knows that, that listens. Uh, I I jot down some subjects uh, and also get questions from the listeners and stuff like that. So I and the great thing about this podcast is people say to me, they say, I don't know where it's going next, and it's because I don't know where it's going next. <laughs> I have a list in front of me of questions, but I don't ask them to myself or to both of us in this instance in an order. They're not in this order. They're just whatever I go, all right, next one, bang. Yeah. It's like throwing a dartboard. And that, that's why I don't know where the fuck is going to go. But um, I um, I think we should start with, uh, I should talk, talk about you a little bit and working on the doors. I want to know, because Kent, now you you own with your, your fiance, you own a gym mm -hmm. um, in, in Norwich. Uh, so anyone listening from Norwich that doesn't go to this gym, what you're fucking playing at, you should do that. <laughs> and... Um, and I think we should talk a little bit about before we get into like the silly questions about like uh, I got one about fucking foreskin. Um, we should and and you got if you're on this podcast, you have to answer what's put in front of you, yeah. Um, but we should talk about a bit more like I'm sure with you being a gym owner yourself, like what we what we're going to expect when the gym's opening yeah. in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. I mean, all right. So me and Daniel own a gym. We also have a beauty salon with inside that gym i run a kickboxing company with my business partner billy brown and since the lockdown i've now become an artist funny enough you know i've created a instagram account just doing some drawings and some paintings and that's now taken off quite well so like i'm i'm kind of like a jack of all trades master of none like i've accepted that role you know and it, it does work for me you know in terms of the gym listen it's uncertain times no one knows what it's going to be like. Everyone is kind of guessing, you know, how is it going to work? How is it going to function? For us, it's a massive chokehold on, you know, our capacity. We're not a massive gym. We're not a big commercial gym. You know, we're a small studio space where our community is quite close-knit and it's quite, you know, uh, like friendly and open and, you know, everyone wants to be part of it. So, like, we, we work on a community base. So having restricted classes due to keeping a two meter distance, like goes against what we are. You know, we want people to be able to come here and feel comfortable. You know, when you first came here, you kind of walked in, you weren't too sure. And then it was like, you felt quite comfortable and everyone then felt comfortable with you. 
So you, you feel like you want to come to the gym because you know you're going to see people. That's kind of yeah. like one of our biggest selling points. It's, the, the best thing about this gym is it is a, it's a community space. That's what yeah. I've what I've picked up about it. It's like I come here, I, I, I crack jokes, try and hide that I'm not actually working as hard as everybody else, and uh, I just kind of get on with it. And and it's, it's really good to see people, and you see the same faces over and over again, so you get comfortable. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I I used to find when I was like a member like like uh, one of the big chains that I would go there, and you kind of I would never. I'm not a very confident person when it comes to exercising. Um, and I would be like trying to work on a bike, but then a stranger would come and sit next to me and it'll put me off. We're here. I never yeah. feel like anybody's a stranger. So yeah. it's it's a shame it's going to um, affect the capacity, but like, it seems like I'm looking, we're, we're actually in the gym right now, mm-hmm. by the way. And I'm looking around it. It's all set up. And, um, uh, Kent's got got this like framework, and so we sometimes we turn it into a boxing gym, and I punch him up in there. And then, <laughs> no, one time, one time I was me and Kent spar, right? Now, Kent, uh, how tall are you? Six five. Six five, right? And he's wide as well. He's like meaty. Yeah, he's like you got girth in it. I would go down. You're girthy. Yeah, in it. I'm pretty sure you're girthy, got girthy. Yeah, yeah, you're girthy. <laughs> and but I, I, so what I mean, what I mean by that is that he's big and he's slow. So I just run rings around him <laughs> when it comes to like, I'm bang, I'm in out, like bang, 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 in out, right? And then one time I caught him so well with his right hand. I remember I thought, oh my god, he's got a newborn baby. Why am I doing that, right? And then he looked at me and then he caught me on the the rib, and he brought. He, I think he, he fractured my rib. I couldn't. I couldn't move. So what actually happened? I couldn't move what for a week, and then happened? I went down. But luckily, I'm telling the story, Kent. <laughs> luckily, that was at the end of the round. We got a timer up here on the wall, and it was at the end of the round. And we was going to do one more round after that. And I just got up and I said, "Listen, I'm going to go this last round," and I won that round, didn't I? What happened was David got tired, got even more sloppy than he normally is. I'm not sloppy. And he I'm... walked on to a nice, clean, crisp shot, yeah, which winded him a little bit. It broke my, it broke he my rib. He then laid on the floor. It, no, it broke my rib. Like a kipper fish. No, no, it broke my rib. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Self-proclaimed broken rib. No, no, because I went to the hospital. Show me the x-ray. I went to the hospital. Show me the x-ray. I went to the hospital, but it was just as COVID was, and they oh, said. Oh, yeah, they said, it was like three they, months before COVID. Don't they said, give me that They rubbish. said, listen, that is a broken rib. I've ever, he, he said, I'm a, the guy, the doctor said to me, he'd come up to me and he said, Dave, I'm a broken rib expert. And he looked me in the eye and said, broken I'm a broken rib, rib expert. expert. That's what I, that's, that's what, what he I studied majored in. in. Yeah. That's he majored in broken ribs. He was, his doctorate was broken ribs. And he said to me, that's a broken rib, son. And I'm he said, sure he said, you, you should have come. Shop, he, 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 no, 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 shut. <laughs> he said, you should have come down straight away. What did you do after this happened? I said, I got back in. I punched him up for another round. <laughs> and then he woke up. That's what happened. <laughs> but you do. So Kent's really good at drawing. Um, and he, he do. What are they? Like doodles? What are they? Hey, so he started as doodles. It's now kind of migrated into like paintings and, you know, taking like childhood characters, you know, like, you know, you got your common Spider-Mans, your Iron Mans, those kind of characters. But even going back into like me discovering the cartoons and the, and the characters that I grew up watching that I've even forgot about, yeah. you know, like Danger Mouse, you know, yeah. like Tom and Jerry, all those kind of old classic Did you watch cartoons. cartoon porn? Cartoon porn. You ever watched that? I can't say I have. I used to watch it, Powerpuff Girls and that. Powerpuff. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I found this website with my friend Tim, and uh, and uh, and it was then Dragon Ball Z Android, which the the blonde Android, sixteen, seventeen, I don't know. Right. I used to watch her get get banged by Krillin. 
That is that is something I've never known. No, I'm 37 and then, years old, and I've then, never heard of. And then we used to do it on his dad's uh, computer, and then he blamed me when the dad found out that they was watching cartoon porn. And I used to sit there and be like, "Oh yeah, this is really good because my friend at school really fancies hang on, hang on. the old Powerpuff Girls." Right? How old was you when you was watching? Ten. This? Ten years old. Yeah, I found my dad's porn collection early. Right, so I, I, I found my dad. He had a classic, you know, on the divan beds yeah. between a mattress and the bed. Classic couple of mags in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah? Right. So me and my friend, my, my friend Chris would like go up to play PlayStation, and we would st- like sit on our knees with the the mattress on our head. It's a quick escape, isn't it? Okay. So hang on. And flip through the mags. So, so ten years old. I get the magazine part right. We all as kids, we've all stumbled across a magazine or took a little peek at the top shelf, right? Mm. How do you transition? Because I'm, I'm assuming 10 years old, it ain't like internet isn't what it you're, is today. Well, I'm, how do you you're old as shit, remember? I'm not as old I, as I you. agree, but how do you transition from looking at a dirty mag to like, I wonder if there's some cartoon porn? I, I can't watch? remember. I can't remember how it, but Tim was like, come up to my dad's office. And I was like, cool. Next thing I know, like, like the Powerpuff the girl is getting like banged by that monkey thing. What did you put yeah. in? Like, type in Powerpuff I, I don't know, bang. man. Like, I don't know, but I used to fancy the blonde one. I, listen, you know the blonde thing. I, well, listen, I don't dispute that, but I'm like, you would have had to do some hard searching to find that kind of information. The internet is now, you just type two words and it really tells All you. All I'm you saying want. is, I want you to draw a personalized one in the frame of the power of a girl's getting banged. Just I, for me. I, I, don't, I, don't, 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 I will do that. I will not post that anywhere. <laughs> you can have that in your own private. Just one day I'm going to come to the gym. It's going to get like <laughs> little, little rolled up in a tube. Like I'm going to get home. What the fuck is? Uh, can you imagine me trying to find reference material? Powerpuff porn. Jesus Christ. I bet it's out there still. I, I don't. I don't no, deny. I, um, I don't deny that. Well, for a talk second. about like drawings and doodles and stuff. Um, did you see the Banksy thing this week? I haven't, no. So uh, Banksy, uh, I think it was only like yesterday or the day before, Banksy went on to a London Underground uh, train, spray painted it up, Mm -hmm. and then TFL removed it. And now there's uproar. Because they're like... classified as art. Well, yeah, it's like... So so, so they're going, oh, it it breaches our vandalism rules. So like anything that gets spray painted when it comes in to clean that night will take it off. Mm -hmm. And then they found out it was a Banksy and they were like, oh, we didn't know it was a Banksy. So people what? are uproar. So, so, so people are saying like, well, it's vandalism, whether it's Banksy or, or Joe Bloggs, it's still vandalism. So you've got to remove it. But people are like, no, that's Banksy. So hang on, was this, was this, where was this located again? One of the tubes. I don't know what. Just in one uh, of the undergrounds, yeah. you know. On, on the tube, in the tube carriage, not on the station, in the tube carriage. He went oh, onto the carriage. Actually into, into yeah, yeah. The, the tube yeah. itself like, and the done window, it in, yeah. in, in the inside. Yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> when you're a cleaner and you're tasked with removing graffiti as your job, you ain't really going to be like, oh, is this a Banksy or is this just random? Yeah, but imagine you find out that's a... Because they're panels, right? You can take them off. Tubes are like, they're, oh, like, yeah. they're like Legos. They've you lost, can, yeah, they've lost a load of money. They could put it in a museum, have... sell it, millions. But, but again, you're talking about, you know, someone whose task it is to remove graffiti from trains when they're in, in the yard being, you know, cleaned, especially with this coronavirus, they're probably getting cleaned even more thoroughly. How are they really supposed to know? But I'm saying, the question I want to put to you then is, is it just vandalism or is it art? I think it's vandalism when it's done in a, in a place where, you know, it's not been sanctioned. But as Banksy's. Listen, Banksy has Banksy, made Okay, career. Banksy comes to your house or comes to this gym right here, right? Yeah. See, you've got that logo there. Yeah, yeah, Does yeah. a little Banksy around it. Do you go, remove that. That's fucking vandalism. Or do you I go, hope this that, building now. I would hope with my 
knowledge of who Banksy is and his work that I would see that that's not just a bit of vandalism, you know? But again, you have to look at the mindset of the person who's been tasked to do that job. So in that sense, Banksy doing a train is art. Yeah, it's a form of art in the way he's done it. It would have been appreciated if it would have been acknowledged that it was Banksy before it was cleaned. Mm. However, I do not feel, I do not have anything bad to say about the person who did remove it. No, no, of, I, of I feel like he didn't know that it's because a I, cleaner. It's, you know, uh, it's not like they said, hi, this, this, you know, they put it out, you know, this is, this is a Banksy, it's done this train and then we've gone in there and removed it, you know. But the debate is that's now like, all, all what I've seen all over the internet is like, People are like no, that's van- it's vandalism. It's still va- it's vandalism. It's I like, think I, I where think... where is there a line between who does it? There's vandalism, you know. Like no, there shouldn't be. It, you know, as a as an artist, you know, as a street artist, you are going to you you know, most people you most street artists, graffiti artists, you won't know who they are because what they're doing is primarily illegal unless they've been commissioned to do a certain wall. Or, you of know, course. being given permission yeah. to, to create that art. But Banksy never asks permission, does he? No, he, he just doesn't. Turns up. And, I, and I get that. And he stays, you, you know, uh, you, uh, anonymous for that reason, right? Now, he's done done something that would have been a piece of art. I'm, I'm assuming he's taken a picture of this. He he recorded himself doing it. Doing it. And then it's just he, been he, he went on as like a, all in like the big mask overalls, kind yeah. of looked like a, he was a, on the London Underground right, cleaning right, system. Right, right. And then he spray painted it. He, he spray painted like these rats with a virus. It was like a, sure. a, a kind of, yeah. Um, but it's gone. It's gone. Gone forever. And I, he doesn't give a shit, I don't think. But like. But listen, what is art if you're not talking about it? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. He's you done know, his job. It, you know, when you're talking about it, you do a piece of, you do a piece of work, you know, and you want it to be appreciated and spoke about. You know, that's really all you can get apart from the financial side of it. In street art, it's causing awareness, you know? Yeah. But to your question, is what he done more classified as vandalism over art? I think it's art that's been done in a way that's classified as vandalism. Well, I think so. like vandalism devalues something, right? True. Where that's what it is. It's devaluing whatever it is. True. But you spread... Banksy on the side or something, it you're incru- Massive. by it massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it vandalism? Is I don't know. Uh, let's have a stupid question and get. Uh, Josh says, "Hello, lads. Uh, if you could have sex with a mermaid, would it be the traditional option of top half human, bottom half fish, or the other way round? So top half fish, bottom half human." Hang on a sec. For one, yeah, your fans give you the most random questions. Yeah, the thing is, like, I love it. I do love it because. And that's why when I said I was going to do this, I came with no expectation. Yeah, you can't. I not was just answer like, anything. I just want to come with it. The thing is, right? Mind. So a lot of my, the people that follow me uh, would listen to the Tottenham podcast, The Fighting Cock, and that is very much like that. It's, we talk about football, and then we'll talk about like fucking a mermaid. So that it's of that ilk. I see, um, I see. So yeah, if you're going to have sex with a mermaid, Kent, you go the traditional way: top half woman or man whatever you're into, a uh, bottom half fish, or would you go for bottom half vagina or penis, top half fish? I mean, how would you do it? If the I don't know. There's got to be a hole down there, isn't there? There's got to be some, some sort some of, kind of entrance gill? system. A gill? So yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would, because I'd be, 
I like I'd to be, I'd, I like to kiss the girl. I think you know I have I mean? to agree. So I'll be that. kissing. She's yeah. beautiful. Mermaids are meant to be beautiful ladies. I'll be kissing her and then just banging away at a girl and just hoping that she's feeling something and I'm feeling something. I mean, when I was like 14, I would like lube up the leather sofa I mean, and fuck it. So I've it, done worse. It will, be, it will be wet no matter what. That's that's well, you've had sex in water. How can yeah, something? It, it's how, weird. How can something wet so be so dry? It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> yeah, I, I I definitely can concur with that. That, that is uh, a bit weird, but I think I think no. It, listen, you're not going to make out with a fish head, are you? Let's nah, be honest. But- Nah, You're not nah. going to make out with a I don't know, I might have done worse in my time. You probably have, you probably have. What do you mean See, you I'm probably a, have? I'm a loyal person, right? I do not fraternise or... No, you know, what are you trying to say? I'm a whore. These, are you trying to say I'm a whore? I'm not going to say not, you're a whore. I'm not a whore. But you dress like one. Uh, I, you, you only know? see me in like gym clothes and shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, would you take an ice pick through the palm of your hand for five, five grand? An ice pick through the palm of your hand for five grand? Bang, yeah. Smash right through there. Just five. That's five grand. I mean, yeah. Your hand will heal. Man, but that's... But I don't know. Ice but pick's I'm, quite... It, it ain't that, that chunky, mate. Like... Bang, straight there. Oh, I got an ice pick through my hand. Five grand. Five grand all day long. That, yeah. That, that don't really phase me. Because yeah. it's not... Like, if you turn around and said, get your hand fucking hit with a sledgehammer... Mm. There's going to be more more damage All right, well, than you, a, an ice pick. Would you take a massive big spike uh-huh. through the palm of your hand uh, for Banksy to spray paint your bollocks? I mean, because you could. I mean, imagine the the, the money. What am I going to do with that? But like, Banksy would do something smart. Like, it would be something different. And then when you stretch out that, <laughs> sack, that sack, then there's something different again. Like, because Banksy's smart like that, isn't it? So it's like, Sorry. like, two like, yeah, just so like a mouth opening. Hey, and then there's something in the mouth. No, because you know what that would be like? That would be like the guy that got, he, that tattooed his friend's belly button bent over. Mm. That looks like an ass, Like, it looks like an asshole, mate. Nah, forget that. I don't know, man. Isn't I'd, I'd I, I, do it. I'm I'm cool. A tooth, uh, not toothpick. Sorry, an ice pick through the hand. Realistically, isn't going to cause too much damage, you know, to the hand overall. Yeah. So five grand, easy money, Fine. lot of pain. Fine. Do do you? But want. I don't need five grand, so like I don't know if I would. I'd have to be kind of like shit. I really need five grand. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Fucking <laughs> yeah. Actually, give me an ice pick right now. Yeah, like you know. Um, Right, okay, cool. Hang on, what's the, what is, yeah, right, what is the lowest or worst thing you could possibly do for money? Oh, man, I've, uh, just before Christmas, I, uh, I got asked to do this gig in uh, Great Yarmouth. <laughs> Great Yarmouth is a real shithole, <laughs> like proper shithole. And I turn up and it was a, it was a, it was a charity gig for the lifeboat people. Right. right. And I turn up and I said, uh, I'm the comedian. Where are the other comedians? I said, oh, no, you're the only comedian. Right? Great start. And I was like, cool. Uh, and they were like, I was like, when am I on? They go, well, you're on between the junior Morris dancers and the adult Morris dancers. Firstly, why the fuck do you need two sets of Morris dancers? Yeah? What the fuck is this? Why everyone needs their spotlight? Oh, man, I, this is why I hate white people. And then... <laughs> I don't, people, people listening know I'm white. I really hope that it just doesn't turn into this kind of. <laughs> but it, it was really good. And it was really good until and about uh, to 21 minutes, and then just racism. Um, <laughs> the, 
just, and then uh, I just got paid expenses for that and I died on my ass for 22 minutes and it was just the, the most horrendous thing. So uh, I suppose doing when you're doing comedy and it's not going well, you feel like it is the most horrendous thing you're ever getting paid yeah. for. So I don't, I don't, I don't I, but if you're asking me like, would I like eat shit or something like that? Is that what you're, you're looking for? I mean, either. Or, I wouldn't like, eat shit. I wouldn't eat shit. What about cow shit? No. Full shit. Cause that's just hay. That is just hay. But that's still, it's the, you know, mm. but then, yeah, okay. You put, but as I said, everyone's opinion changes when the money changes. Right. So you turn around and say, would you eat whole shit? Hashtag hay with a bit of, Fiber, right? For a thousand. I love it. It's, it's, that's such a personal trainer thing. It's got fiber in it. It's got <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> protein and fiber, mate. <laughs> Very low carbohydrates, I reckon. <laughs> right? So you've got to eat whole shit for a thousand pounds. Nah, nah. Hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. You'll chop that it. shit up, mate. Don't uh, lie. I'll put a bit of soy you sauce on it. Be all on nice. that. You'll be trying to make it look like a Gordon Ramsay meal, wouldn't you? All right, here we go. Uh <laughs> Uh, Bear wants to know if I touch myself while looking at an eclipse, will I go blind? Yes. Yeah, straight away. Straight up. Because wanking makes you go blind. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's why, do you think that's why Stevie Wonder was so superstitious? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because he went blind. So, yeah, don't do it, mate. Just uh, uh, here's, here's a question that's not about dicks or wanking. Um, <laughs> James wants to know burger, burger and sausages or a spatchcock chicken on the grill? Now, me and Kent have had a bit of grill mate. wars, actually. Well, no, you talked so you talked up a game. You ain't proved nothing. I've not seen no pictures. I've not seen no I videos. I sent you a video of my jerk chicken and you said, White, white man can't do that. That's white dead. man can't do that. You just what do you mean that's dead? That, you Googled that image. You know that was me. You <laughs> I don't that know me. that was you. Because I said, there's some uh, jerk chicken and a spatchcock sweet, uh, uh, sweet chili for the whites. Right. Bottom line is, I am the chicken barbecue king in this city. Hands down. In this city. Put anyone You're the a... only black man in this city. Of so course what? you are. I, I'm of course, down with of that. Course that, that. I'm down with that. That just automatically makes you the chicken king. It does. Yeah? So I'm going to take my throne and sit here all proud and be like, yes. I'm waiting for you to come to my house. What? Yeah? I'm invite, bring invite for your seasoning. Bring your chicken. Put it on the barbecue. Do your thing right. and amaze me. I'll come in with it ready season. You can cook while I get drunk and talk to the girls. Everyone talks a good game, but <laughs> no one ain't cooking nothing. <laughs> so yes, answer to the question. Although I tell you what I had the other day from Audi, right? Audi blows my mind when it comes to like the different level of meats that you can get. They had these Wagyu burgers, right? And obviously I didn't know what it was. So like I Googled it, obviously. And Wagyu is like a Japanese massaged cow. They kind yeah, of, yeah. they really treat the cows well. I was like, okay, whatever. It's just a burger. I was like, I've just got to buy that one over that one. But I bought these burgers, mate. Game changer. Sensational stuff, yeah? Ridiculous. How'd you have your burger To the point cooked? where, like, little bit red. mid-rare, right? So I have this burger, like, nice, nice burger in a bun, whole lot. Burger I in eat, a bun? I Fucking hell, thing. what? What have you done there? Listen, Game changer. Tell us about thing. that. Hold on. Did I you put this... the burger in, in a bun? In the Why has no one ever thought of that before? Well, they do, but they, oh, know, right. depends. Nice brioche bun. I eat this burger. Actually, sounds. Lovely. I feel like I've been eating cows that have, you know. Yeah, they need some massage, life. didn't it? Just fucking yeah. Uh, every cow needs a massage. <laughs> I want someone to start massaging chicken. So you know, Do some wagyu chicken. That's what I'm saying. You ever watch them back crack videos? Yeah. All the fucking time, and and um, Kent's actually quite good at certain cracks. I don't know yeah. how he. Uh, you know, you're gonna have to do that after this recording because I've been watching these things, being like, oh, I can't wait to go back to the gym and <laughs> just get Kent to crack me up. Yeah. But um, I want that anyway. We've got to move on. 
Um, anyway, we didn't answer the question. Sausages and burgers. We just started no, we arguing. Did. We did that. Chicken, 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 chicken. I yeah. think it was clear that yeah. we were fighting yeah, over yeah. the chicken. Chicken's yeah. the answer, right? Um, right, here we go. Uh, what, what we got here? <laughs> Cameron wants to know. The, way, the fact that you're laughing before you even read this question out. Yeah. <laughs> Considering the questions we've had thus far. I know. It yeah, worries this me. Is, I'm not going to lie. He said, uh, you've, <laughs> you've, spoken, you've spoken on the fighting cock about being circumcised. Here in the States, it's pretty compulsory to be chopped as a baby. Should, should the UK follow suit? I'm circumcised. Are you circumcised? Yeah. I, I really, I put that question in there thinking, hope that you had uh, foreskin. Because no. I don't, I'm circumcised as well. Yeah. All the See, way. the thing is, right? I've, I, I spoke um, on, so I was doing something on Instagram called Storytime a while. And, and it's weird because I've been circumcised since a, a, a baby, about two or three. And um, I've always had a problem when it comes to ejaculation, right? I've never been a two minute man. And I didn't even think two minute man exists. I just thought that's what they sung about in the 90s in R- R&B songs. Yeah. And then I've always been really, it's been really hard for me. And to the point where one time when I was on these antidepressants called sertraline, they're given to men that suffer from premature ejaculation. <laughs> yeah. So if it's so like the point of like, I'm I was, I was, it was, it was like, I, I, I thought I've, I've just worn it out. I just thought, <laughs> I thought years of like my Belen being exposed to kind of jeans and you know, the meshy part of swimming trunks yeah. and it just worn it away. Like sanded the, the, the no, feeling the sense, of, yeah. do you know, like, like a banister. At the end of, you know where- It <laughs> really gets worn everyone's well, yeah, hands. Everyone's everyone hands yeah. and putting their coats have just worn it away. Yeah. I thought that was what my dick was like. Yeah. So um, I, I was- But the thing is, again, without knowing the difference, like I can only imagine that if you have foreskin, it's more sensitive. That's what I've heard. But that's I'm what the same I, as you. I was I like think, two, three years yeah, old. Yeah, I think uh, men with uh, foreskin yeah. uh, with, um, are more likely to be quick comers because it's more but sensitive. True story. And I don't ask me why or how I even remember this, right? But I would have been in nursery, maybe two, three years old, right? And I remember. You're, make, you're making it sound like somebody just came in. And was Listen, like, this I one distinctly and just re- dick remember the 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 child carers that were there being like, oh, because I was going home early or something like, that. oh, you're gonna go get your little willy chopped off, and laughing about it. Like, really? I remember that. I don't remember the so I don't remember anything. Don't remember the recovery. Don't remember any of that stuff. But like, I can vividly picture that whole scene. Was there a reason you got yours off? I don't. Know, I think my mom thought it was trendy. Oh, I'm the first born. It? Do you know what I mean? First son, first grandson, first great grandson. Like, I'm just... the I'm the one that they tested everything on. Ah. So I think it was just a case of- I was that, born that with era. one of my bollocks hadn't dropped into the sack. And right, it's, so they it's had more to... common than you think. Yeah. So when I was about two, three, I had a procedure and the doctor said to my mum, said, while we're down there, it's more hygienic and stuff for him. I if think we could just chop it off. I think to so be honest, when like, yeah. my mum had me, she was very influenced by everybody else. Yeah. So when I was born, I was born for three days. I was born Jonathan. Yeah. My mum named me Jonathan. My uncle decided to come and visit me at the hospital or at home or wherever she was and said, nah, don't call him Jonathan. Call him Kent after my cigarettes because Kent's a cool name. It's trendy. You're named after a packet I'm of cigarettes? I'm named after a packet of fucking cigarettes. I did think, I've never heard of the name Kent really, you know, True as stories. a first name, like, you know, it's a surname, but. I still, in my life, I've, I've known there is a few. I've never met another. Right? Never met another. No, when Alex introduced it, he said, oh, I'm going to meet, uh, you're going to meet somebody called Ken. I thought your name was Ken. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah, everyone does. You <laughs> just, know. Just but Ken. yeah, I, I, I just think like, um, <laughs> I think, I think circumcision is healthier and more hygienic as one but of my friends. You've got two kids, two sons. 
I got two. I got a nine month and, old and baby. Are you following and suit? I, no, I've left Elliot to it, and I probably would leave Elias to it just because I don't know any different. I've only been Fair told, enough. you know. And one of the things that I got told from one of my friends was like the dick cheese is horrendous. I just, I mean, apparently that's a thing. Uh, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I've apparently heard, like, that's a thing. That's what I mean. Like, why are men going around with like knobs? If they don't cheesy, clean, if they I, don't I, I, clean their thing, and... I was chatting to a comedian mate, and we was getting drunk, and it turned out two of us, two of us, and we were comedians. We just got into this big argument in the middle of the pub of why they're disgusting because they have foreskin. And then he said, I actually didn't know that you could pull it back until I was like fourteen and went to the doctors, and he ripped it back because oh, all shit. the all the dry, <laughs> smeggy, oh. I dried, and he mate. just the doctor. Had to rip, and I was like, "Why has anyone got this? Like, you're disgusting." I, I hear that. You're just, I hear that. It looks, it looks, but I mean, I'm not one to like. But you know, I just sometimes when I used to play football a lot, and you're in a chair, I used to think that's the most butters dick I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> I ain't looking at many dicks, but like, I like I can probably listen, listen, listen I'm, 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 I'm comfortable <laughs> with my sexuality. I'll look at a dick, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Hey, get Well, I'll go off what my 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 missus says, and she says I have a pretty dick. So I'll. I'll, I'll I've been go told with that I have thing. a nice dick. Yeah, I've never been told big. Never been told small. Like, ah, it's a, that's a nice dick. It's pretty. It's, it's handsome. It's, it's, it's good looking. As it's dicks good, go, that's good looking. It's a good looking dick. That's like someone saying you have nice feet. And, uh, my feet are horrendous at the moment. No, I got nice feet because um, I tried one of them um, foot foot masks where they your skin peels, peels off. off. Yeah, yeah, but I've got it at the moment. It's disgusting. Like it's just I thought it because the picture makes it look like it just all peels off in one, one, in one go, <laughs> and then you've got nice fresh skin. You cream your feet. You got fresh feet. Yeah. It just comes. It looks like I'm, if I'm walking around barefoot. It looks like I'm got a fucking just Scabby fish food and just, just, uh, just it's horror. It's really horrible. Like don't. <laughs> the kind of foot that make everyone run away from you. Oh in the playground. man. Like, do you know, I'm going down to London this weekend to, uh, and I'm going to stay with my sister. And I'm like, I'm going to have to keep socks on the whole time. Cause she's going to be like, is your foot. <laughs> Skanky foot. What is it? It looks disgusting. Like, cause on the picture, you just peel it off and you've got these new, like a snake. I had it. I had it. One of Daniel's friends done it for me. But like it was good because she done it the whole thing and it come off clean, like perfect, you know. So like I definitely recommend it. You doing it yourself? Yeah, you probably fucked it up. Yeah, I. Yeah, but see, you, you got probably done like the man a, thing and put. You got a beautician, and I'm sure that like cool. I get looked after, mate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> that's yeah. nice. Anyway, I'm gonna get my back clicked when we finish this. Um, right. Let's go with. Uh, well, this is this is quite nice. We actually used to talk about um, COVID and do you know I had a wedding postponed. Had a wedding postponed. Um, come, what happened? Yeah, sorry. Last week was the fourth wedding postponement I've had, um, and I just feel like it's such a such a hard time for for weddings and stuff like that. I was meant to go to Cyprus and it's not it's not happening now. And, yeah. And um, which is, in in a selfish term worked out. For, for me a bit because I wasn't looking forward to the, the wedding because I've just lost so much work through COVID and it's yeah, just a lot yeah. of money and there was this, something happened at the um at the, the engagement I kicked off at the engagement party and it got I got kicked out you got so. kicked out of an engagement party yeah yeah it was it was uh it was tough it was like it was back when I, w I was I was undiagnosed and I was just hating life I was drinking a lot all the time like yeah. and um I went to the pub and I was just running up this credit card on booze for everybody because I didn't know anybody. Went to the pub and then in the daytime because Tottenham were playing in the lunchtime. It was just weird. I was really drunk when I turned up. One of those all-day drinkers. I uh, yeah, I, I turn up and 
a couple of girls that I, my ex-girlfriend had a, had a run in with maybe two years prior to that. Uh, they they weren't being very nice to me. They were they were pointing and giggling. They were talking. They said, "Look at your clothes. Like are you wearing bootcut jeans. It's disgusting. No one wants you here and stuff like that." Wow. And bullying me. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely bullying That's me. That's a bit savage, to be fair. And it was just like I was really like they didn't know that I was very weak mentally at that stage, and I was depressed and I was thinking of suicide. Um, and then since then, one of them's apologized and stuff like that, but the the other hasn't. And um, and it was it wasn't nice. And I kicked off. I just I just uh, I kicked I mean, off. And you're... and uh, do you know what? I I um I remember this one girl. Her name was, was I can't I can't say her name probably for legal reasons. Yeah, <laughs> um, And and um, but I was in the beer garden, and um, I had a beer a bottle of beer in my hand. And she, that's what she said. She said, look at your clothes. You're wearing bootcut jeans. I wasn't. I was wearing nice jeans. And uh, she's like, you're disgusting. Look at no one wants you here. And and then I um I started smashing the beer on the table, and then like and then my friend came and said, "What's wrong with you?" And then it was just a real uh, error of judgment and stuff like that. And um I, I said the girls over there and and, and Gloria's black. And I said, she, he said what one? And I said the black girl. And, and that's what was that was enough. And, and it was enough. And um and uh, I always regret doing that. But uh, and then I got called racist, which if anybody knows me, I'm like the least racist. But I'm, that's the most like, racist thing. Do you know how many people would say that's, that's the, the worst thing you can say? Like. I got, I got, like, obviously, I got black friends, white friends, all, all of that. But like, it's so weird when you know you feel you have to justify that you're not racist. Oh, it's, it's, it was so weird. Like, my, my best, my best friends in the world are, are both, both black. And people know me. I'm the most like liberal, open-minded kind of, you know, let's have free borders for everybody. Like, I'm the most liberal person you fucking ever meet in your life. It's just, it was very silly. But the, the whole wedding, running up to the wedding, I was skin, and then I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking, what what am I going to do? Because uh, I don't want to see those girls because they I don't feel comfortable. I'm, I was getting massive anxiety where I was having to call up like therapists and stuff like that. It was fucking, and then and then it got postponed, uh, which gives me a year to kind of beat my demons when it comes to that. But it's really tough, man. All this wedding postponements, like so that was that was the fourth wedding that's been postponed this year for me. And um, has it had any effects on on, on anything in your yeah, personal I mean, plans? We we me and Daniel were planning to get married this year. Um, you know, nothing major. We we pretty simple. You know, mm. like keep it simple. We're not religious, so I didn't really want to do a church thing. Neither did she. You know, we have a obviously a big communal garden where we live, um, which is more than enough space. You know, to have a little marquee out there. Yeah. Have friends and family. Your neighbours all right with that? Yeah, everyone, everyone's pretty sound with it. You know, yeah. like as long as you give everyone a heads up and a little invitation, you know. Yeah, of course, thing. of course. But they might be like, yeah, I'm going to come, but is there going to be some drunk guy in a beer garden in bootcut jeans starting trouble? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because that is a possibility because <laughs> you know me. I'm in your life now. So. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> but like, so for, for us, again, we just kind of put that on the back burner. Um, yeah. It's something we want to do. You know, Elias is now nine months old. It's my third child, Danielle's first child. And, you know, we want to kind of make that next step and make sure we've got, you know, we're protected as a family. And so that's been put off. I mean, to be, if I'm honest, if I'm being honest with you, COVID or this whole Corona-19 situation has kind of been a good year for, for me personally. Really? Because it's allowed me to enjoy time like on a personal like, on a personal not, level. like, like financially listen, like, and those... listen no because even on the financial side of things you know we were lucky enough to get 
pay breaks for some yeah, so i had no money coming in but i had no money coming out yeah, yeah. so i was kind of like in this zero pocket mm. but what i did get in abundance was time and i always just say to people you have time we all have the same time but what do you choose to do with your time and i had a conversation with my friend and i was like remember the old saying if money was no object what would you do this is it in real life if mon money's no object no more right for me right yeah money's no object like I've got nothing coming in. I've got nothing going out. What am I going to do with my time? I'm going to spend draw, it with my family. Draw cartoons, having creative. sex with each other. I'm not going to do that, but like... You can do that. I could do that. You could do that. Because I've got the time to. Yeah. You know? And I found that no, being creative... There's a market creative, for it. I'd I'm, buy it. I'm a, absolutely a creative person. So I love being creative. And drawing and painting allowed that creativity to flow. And then it just meant I loved spending time at home. I loved spending time. I never felt like I got stir crazy mm. being in my own space, you know? Um, and I know that's not easy for everybody else, but like, I feel like if, any situation that you have to face, the difference is how you look at it. Okay. Is how you yeah. get through it. You know, you can walk the same path as someone else and have a totally different experience to that person. You know, have you ever watched a, uh, the, when Joe Rogan was talking to Tyson, uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah. And they said about the LSD, he went on his LSD trip and were like proper like lost his shit, like went absolutely mental. But like he'd done it twice. Both times were totally different because he felt like he was in a different headspace from the first time he took it to the second time he took it. He felt like he was a different person mentally in those instances. So the same experience, different outcome, you know? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you got. I'm trying to find positives, but it's been really hard, and it's mm. why I started this podcast. It's, it's just, it's gonna be a mini series, really. It's just keep my creativity uh, alive. I've like lost every bit of work. But that's a positive <laughs> in itself. You could have easily, like, you know, the David that I first met would have easily just went down the rabbit hole. That's what I and, was saying and to somebody. Absolutely, just obliterated themselves yeah. to, to to nothing. But you, you, you know, you felt the weight of of that that a burden of time where you're like, oh shit, I've been given all this time now. I don't want to have all this time. I want to be using my time to yeah. be doing these things. But instead of sitting there and just wallowing and going down a spiral, you say, oh, do you know what? I'm going to throw something out and just be like, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. And whatever. Uh, and There's people no... listen to this and, and blows my mind. But they should, thank you so much. They should, you know, and the reason I wanted to get involved in it because I'm like, this is a great use of time. Yeah. This is something that I may have thought, oh, I would like to do a podcast, but if I'm, running the gym, helping Danielle with the beauty, running the kickboxing show, mm. doing the, looking after the kids, you know, household, all the bills, stressing over clients. If I'm doing all of that, I actually don't have the time to sit down with you, Dave, and have a laugh for the afternoon, you know. No, of course. Recording a, yeah, recording it's nice, it's nice. And um, right, I think we should, uh, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Have you got a question for me? Did you think uh, of that? I, you didn't. You know what? I definitely you fucking, didn't. You fucking didn't. <laughs> I knew that. I said, oh, I said um, but really, I, I didn't think too much of the question for you either because i was pretty busy yeah. but uh i'm i found myself a lot i've always liked conspiracy theories but i found myself a lot kind of watching a lot of and i'm not like a mad conspiracy like anti-vaxxer or like i'm not wearing a face mask because you know but i like aliens and ghosts and, and supernatural sure that for you? you ever had any experiences I like watching it ever had any experiences nah ah uh, nah see okay i think everyone's had the phantom someone like you're, you're something on your leg or, you know, as a kid, I, I remember like feeling like someone was sitting on my leg, but it just had a dead leg. Right. 
What? Know. <laughs> no. Like, I was too busy watching cartoon porn, man. No, like, just, that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so, all right, aliens, ghosts, extraterrestrials, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to put a good argument in front of me. I, 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 when it comes to aliens, um, whether that means like UFOs and people looking down on us and stuff like that, or just other life. And that's what it, aliens is, is life out there. And that could be a bit of, a bit of a slime on a, on a planet that's alive kind sure. of, you know, because it's got molecules or whatever it, it, that's an alien life form. It doesn't necessarily have to be this great gray thing with big eyes that's in a spaceship, but, and I, I find it very hard to believe that. In that un- in the, in our universe, that we're the only thing that that lives, very yeah, hard. Okay, but also like the thought of things like watching us abducting us, anally probing us, and stuff like that. Okay, do you know what I do? You know what I personally believe. You, you, I, you I mean, this your, is, this your is, face, this is me. You listen. I, you know, I'm gonna your face is. I, I, I didn't want to say anal it. probe, and then you. No, like, I didn't want to say anything. But do you know what I honestly think is an alien, an ant. An ant is a fucking alien. I don't, listen, hear me out. Hear me out. I didn't want to it say this. It sounds very men in crazy. black, doesn't it? No, it does. But, it, you know. Listen, think about it logically. You stamp on an ant. <laughs> logically. 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 <laughs> you stamp on an ant and it doesn't die. You flick it across the room. It flies across the sky, I, hits the I ground, don't believe that if and you it, stamp doesn't on it doesn't die. I, I'm telling I, I, you now. I know that you can flick it. It's because of the, the weight that they can. If if I, an ant was the size of a dog, it would kill us. I'm telling because you now. If the ant was the size of a fucking cat, it would probably kill us. Because look how many there are of them, right? Like mm. I'm telling you now. Yeah, but Ant Man can control the ants. Yeah, but Ant Man is like busy with the <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. My neighbour, like we was in, we was in the ant. garden. No, <laughs> my neighbour's an ant. We was in the garden, and the ants were on a path, and like there was like thousands of them, and I was like, "Holy shit! If they were bigger, this is us fucked." Yeah, hundred percent because of the the weight that they're carrying. So like I think that, ants but... are aliens. Okay, right. Well, ants well, are aliens. To be honest, yeah, forty-five minutes. I think we should end it there. Ants are aliens. Ants are fucking aliens. Uh, are we going to do an outro track or not? Oh. Oh. Uh, um. But uh, anyway, take care. Good night. Um, thanks for listening again. Hi, it's me, David Alfie Ward, your cuddly friend. I'm here to tell you if you want to get in touch and ask us a question, suggest a topic, send us a confession. You can do that at has it come to this podcast at gmail.com, Instagram, cabin fever underscore productions, and obviously me on Instagram as well, David Alfie Ward. Slide into those DMs, tell me your confessions, tell me your topics, ask us a question, and we'll see you on the other side.